Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, Pacific rugby teams finish on a winning note in Europe. We check progress in Vanuatu towards the 2017 mini-games and that Samoa games are to be revived. But first, a new World 7 Series kicks off in Dubai this week with Fiji and Australia bidding to retain their status atop the men's and women's game. Fresh from Olympic glory in Rio, Fiji are seeking to retain their Dubai crown as they begin the quest for a third consecutive series title. Interim coach Natha Kawaneboka told Koro Vakauta the team has an experienced core and some fresh new talent. Obviously, there's uh, six players who were part of the, the Rio um, Olympic squad, and uh, obviously it's a transition phase now for PG7. It's been good to have the six senior boys here, and we still have our senior management. So, you know, in this transition period, we are able to keep that momentum flowing from, uh, you know, the last three years and obviously the Rio Olympics. Uh, we've also recalled um, three players who had been part of Fiji 7 within the last three years. Obviously, there were three, actually four of them. Uh, three of them were part of the Olympic uh, extended training squad. And uh, and, and there's, uh, there's two new players, uh, two new uh, young players who are coming into the team for the first time. You know, as I said, it's a transition phase for 57th, but, uh, you know, pretty much we, we, we've sort of just built on the platform that's been established over the last three years. You mentioned a couple of new players. Is there anyone that, uh, you know, you should say the world should watch out for? Uh, maybe a future star of Fijian rugby, Sevens? Well, I tell you what, uh, there are new players into the Fiji team, but uh, they've been playing Sevens for quite a while in Fiji. Um, how well they will perform, it really, we, we've prepared well, they've prepared well, so this is their opportunity, you know, the the first time in the white jumper, just like any new player coming into the team, there's obviously strong competition behind this squad. So for these two players, uh, these next two weeks is, is the opportunity to shine out there on the international uh, platform. Now, last season, the team started the season a little bigger, bulkier maybe, and, and seemed to time themselves to be lean and at peak condition for Rio. What's the strategy this year? How ready are you for the World Series and when can we expect to see them peak? I'm sure as the, as the season progresses, really, because we, we've just had about, you know, a few weeks to to, to, to prepare this squad going into Dubai. And, uh, you know, the, the more training time and mileage that we actually cover together as a team, I'm sure the, 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 the squad and the individual players will make uh, a lot of progressions and, you know, improvements in terms of their, their physical uh, development, you know, fitness-wise. And uh, and just you know the general uh, rugby side of things. So this is the first step on this um, on this new series, you know the the, the Dubai and the Cape Town. And um, I'm sure as the series progresses, they will get to continue to improve their fitness levels and just their game fitness. Uh, as as you well know, like uh, the big after the Rio, they had like a few months off, so still a bit rusty. Uh, but uh, we were you know really blessed to have that Oceania tournament. 
And uh, to come through that without any major injuries, it's been really good. And uh, so now it's the start of the business end of the series. Now, I, I know you're the interim coach, but are there any surprises we can expect under your coaching? I mean, what, what kind of coaching style do you bring? Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't let, let the cat out of the head too much, but uh, you know, you can, you can still expect the, the trademark uh, free-flowing, high-risk, you know, offloading game uh, the Fijians bring to the park. And, uh, you know, with this new set of players, new combinations, um, you will you will get to see some new things out there in Dubai, um, but you know we won't let too many things out. Obviously, the the season is long, uh, but there will be a couple of new things that we'll try and uh, put out there on the field in Dubai and get done next week. I guess how how will things differ from under Ben, and um, and also have you been in touch with with Gareth Baber and and is there any influence there as well? Um, no, not really. Uh, the squad pretty much we've been we've been you know just doing our own thing. Uh, yeah, we've been in touch with Ben uh, on some occasions. Um, that's pretty much been it. Gareth, you know, doesn't come until uh, January, so that's when he actually will start. And uh, yeah, it's us on the ground and everything. We, we pretty much run everything now. Now you've got Canada, Argentina, and I think Japan in your pool in Dubai. What are you expecting from those teams? All the teams are going to be very, very uh, tough. Yeah, all teams, we've been talking about it as a team. You know, we've got a big target on our backs and, and I'm sure all, all opposition will come gunning for us. Uh, Canada will be quite interesting with the new coach. You know, he'll, he, he'll bring, he, he'll have a plan uh, when we actually play them. And, and likewise, Wales. Argentina has been unlucky. Um, on a few occasions, we've played them this year. And even even last year, you know, they came really, really close to beating Fiji. You know, their, their approach to how they want to play us will, will not differ. And uh, they will be a tough nut uh, to crack. So... We're pretty much looking out for that. Now, obviously, Fiji are World Series champs, Olympic champs, but also reigning Dubai champs. You know, is anything less than a win at this tournament a failure? Well, you know, like like I said, it's a, it's a transition phase for us. Uh, obviously, like any Fiji team going out to perform in an uh, international meet, you know, the, the outcome is to win the competition. So we'll, we'll go out there and give it our best shot to do that. That's all we can ask for, really. That's the interim Fiji Sevens coach, Nathar Kawanibuka. Samoa also have a new coaching team with long-time New Zealand mentor Sir Gordon Titchens swapping black for blue. He won't officially take charge until the new year, with his assistant coach, former Manu Sevens and Fifteens boss Stephen Beetham, in charge for the opening two tournaments. The preparations are going good. I guess the boys are now switching on for, for Dubai on Friday. So, you know, we've, we've been putting a lot of our fine-tuning in this week and, and it's going well so far. You've obviously got a, a very tricky group with uh, New Zealand, England and, and Russia there. Um, what do you make of uh, that challenge? Well, it's a massive challenge right from the start. Um, we've got England first up and then New Zealand and Russia. So um, we've set our targets and um, we're going to play every game as a final. We can't look past England and then worry about what happens after that. So, um, you know, the boys are putting full focus on England and they can't wait for it to start. A lot of new coaches and fresh starts are you know, about to kick off here in Dubai. Um, what, what's the sort of feeling around town? I mean, you obviously understand the circuit. You've been there before, but um, you know, there's been a lot of changes in the coaching and playing ranks and teams that weren't traditionally big that are now quite competitive. Uh, is it um, you know, kind of anyone's game? I think it is. I think just taking a look at all the teams, and like, and like you say, it's, it's the start of a new Olympic cycle uh, four years out. I think um, all teams are starting to, to build for, for Tokyo 220. So um, it's going to be interesting. Again, you have the likes of um, South Africa, New Zealand, and um, and England. Sorry, um, they're, they're all um, looking good for, for this weekend. With a lot of new faces, it's a mind game at the moment. Who's going to show up on 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 the day?
Stephen, obviously uh, you've got uh, Gordon Titchens there, uh, not officially in charge as such. You've got these first two tournaments, but he is there as an observer. He was in Fiji as an observer. So how's, how's that dynamic working at this point? He's technically not the coach, but he's obviously with uh, you guys all the time. It's been really good. Um, he's, he's been helping a lot with, with, with what's happening. Like I said, he's put all his plans in place and... Um, you know, we're implementing those plans at the moment. He's starting to get into it, and um, you know, he's um, he's helped the team a lot in the, in the past couple of weeks. And um, you know, the boys are really thankful and and grateful that um, you know he's here, and, and they've learned a lot in the past weeks. And, and we're looking forward to, to seeing what what happens on on the weekend. Is there any sort of target you've got for this weekend? Uh, is there something you'd be happy with, be it making the cup quarterfinals, the semifinals, any, you know, any, anything you've got your mind on? That is our main aim is to, to think of first and foremost is um, to improve the ranking, which was just ninth place overall last year. And uh, to do that, we, we looked at trying to make the uh, quarterfinals consistently. And um, and I think that's a word we focus on is, is being consistent. That is our aim is, is to make that top eight consistently for the next 10 tournaments. That's Samoa Sevens assistant coach Stephen Beatham. An unbeaten Northern Tour has given the Tonga rugby team new belief. The Ikaletahi upset Italy 19-17 at the weekend to follow on from earlier victories against Spain in the United States. Head coach Totoi Kefu says the final performance had been building all tour. We had our best training week uh, that week leading into the Italian test and we weren't too happy as a group with the way that we played in the, in, in the game against Spain and USA so Things were heading in the right direction, and, and you know I stress to the boys that there's a slice of history, boys. There's, you know, the Tongan team has never been undefeated in a November Test window, so you know if we won that game, we would be the first. So um, fortunately, um, you know, we played well. Our set piece was great. Um, things went our way, and um, we won. This puts you above Samoa in the world rankings, up to 13th. And I guess you know all teams are building towards 2019. I mean, what does this mean for? For confidence, for morale, for you know, a lot of these guys we knew that have come in and you know given uh, that taste of Test rugby, it gives us that belief and that confidence moving forward. And I stress that to the group afterwards. I said, look, this is nothing. This is the tip of the iceberg. Um, we've only just began to discover ourselves and what we can do. We've still got some very good players to come into this squad, and our issue is is time together. When we are together, we can't waste that, and 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 that's going to just keep building. We're going to get better and better every year. Um, um, we had a really good group, and the boys really had that belief, and um, you can see in the way they played. When you say players still to come into the group, is that unavailable through injury? Is that players that could become avail- uh, eligible or available for Tonga that haven't yet, or is that players that are maybe were unavailable for other reasons? Or all of the above. All of the above. Um, we had Sione Kalamafoni who was injured. He's an integral part of the team. Um, we've got some players who we could capture and make them, qualify them within the next couple of years. It's all positive moving forward. And now we have that mentality, that confidence and belief that anything is possible. And you've also just been at this Tier 2 conference, uh, this World Rugby Conference. Um, what were sort of the key things that were being bandied about by the teams there? It was just to get together and we'll work workshopping some ideas where 
how we can close that gap on the Tier 1 nations. I mean, there's big issues there that I don't think are addressable. Um, they just have better players and better programs, and, and their players they have access to their players. 99% of their players all play in their local competition. So that's something that we're never going to achieve, but there are some things that um, we can focus on, focus on and get better. That's Tonga rugby coach Totai Kefu. Organisers of the 2017 Pacific Mini Games in Port Vila say a strong relationship with the Vanuatu government is essential to them delivering a successful event in a year's time. Siwale Simeon's replaced Norris Jack as Sports Minister, while the Director General in charge of the Sports Ministry did not have his contract renewed. CEO of Van 2017, Clint Flood, says the Games are making steady progress, as is their relationship with the government. Every day we look at that uh, countdown and, and the as you said, we're going to hit the one-year mark. So every time I look at that, there's kind of like, oh, do we have enough time to do it? Your goal is to get to a certain date, and you know, I'm confident we'll do that. We've been focusing, number one, is the awareness and the sponsorship. So next week on December the 7th, we actually announced seven sponsors. Uh, we've created a lot of awareness programs and, and trying to start you know, the operational planning. So we, we've moved forward a lot of the planning that was already in the early stages. We've now moved that to you know, some more definitive uh, answers now. In terms of the initial challenges you had in front of you when you arrived, is anything popped up that, that wasn't there that you went, oh? You know, I think the ongoing thing has just been challenges with uh, government uh, funding formulas and ensuring that, you know, they're confident in management and the, and the governance of the games. There's just been a change over the weekend of the sports minister. The government made a decision to switch out a particular individual. It's, again, getting this, this particular minister up to speed with the issues. Uh, that always has some challenges, a bit of a learning curve, but it's just a matter of making sure that there's, there's consistency of approach uh, in terms of how we do things. Because that was one of the challenges you talked about, wasn't it? Was just a constant change in administration made it hard to keep things going smoothly? Not only with the change of the minister, but there's also been a change with the bureaucratic level. So the director general that was in charge of the sports ministry, uh, his contract has not been renewed. There's been a couple of other changes. So government makes changes for, I'm sure, for, for particular reasons and positive reasons. But with that change always comes a new learning curve and with that getting to know the new players that you know are, are being appointed. So it's a, it's a challenge, but we'll work through that. In, in terms of you and your team, do you know who you can go to and who you can get answers from? Since I've been here, we've established, a, it's called the Pacific Games Authority, which was set out in the host agreement, which is the governing body, if you will, that represents the, the stakeholders here. So we've formalized those meetings. We have board agendas and we have decisions being made at, at that level. We've also formalized now the board of Van 2017, which is the actual organized committee that, that I work for. But at the same time, we need to be able to spend spend money now. So the, the first was create the awareness, create the office, get some staff in here. We're now in the, the bowels of some operational planning around how the villages and venues and stuff are going to work. But I do see the light at the end of the tunnel here, Vinny. Uh, you, you talk about that funding and uh, spending the money um, and, and the sponsorship that you're about to announce. Do you have the money you need to be able to spend? Well, not all in the bank, as, as would be expected. Uh, the, the government has made commitments through uh, variations of the host contract of a certain amount of level of funding. If we get that funding, I'm very confident that the programs we have in front of us will be able to deliver it. The sponsors are stepping up as we had, had hoped, and, and I hope that demonstrates some confidence in, in our planning. 
So yeah, if, if the money comes forward in the time frames that we've agreed with, with the government, uh, you know, we'll, we'll look at games. It's not just about 10 days of sport. There has to be some legacy out of it. There has to be beyond just sport. There's a, you know, we're trying to introduce a cultural component. And, and, and we're also very cognizant of the fact that while the games take place in Port Villa, you know, these are Vanuatu games. And uh, in terms of construction, the Coleman Complex and, and various sites that are going to hold these sports, uh, how's that going? The Chinese government, uh, through, their, uh, through their national contractor, they're developing the main part of the venues as part of a, their aid package to, to Vanuatu. We're, we're pretty impressed. The, the, uh, the, the contractor's going probably 18 hours a day right now. Um, you know, there's, a, there's a fair number of people coming to the site. As that particular contractor finishes a couple other big jobs in Port Villa, um, they're going to shift some of their staff down. So, you know, every day we see some progress. Um, you know, the key is this next few months as we enter the rainy season, hopefully, uh, you know, the rain won't delay things. Most of the concrete's been poured. They're now doing the structural work. So, uh, you know, again, we're pretty confident that they'll be delivered. Um, but, you know, that we faced the same situation when I was in Papua New Guinea. We're not, not quite sure right to the bitter end what was been delivered. And as long as we have a good relationship with the contractor, that they can say, okay, we can't quite finish this room, but we can finish this room, then we're happy. And we've got a very good dialogue now going with the contractor there. So, you know, that's been a big improvement. We didn't really have any access to the, uh, the contractor before, but now we speak uh, actually on a daily basis now about things. So that's, that's all good. That's the Chief Executive Officer of Van 2017, Clint Flood. Up to 1,700 athletes are expected to take part in the relaunched Samoa Games in December. The event was last held a decade ago, but CEO of the Samoa Olympic Committee, Fa'amal Sili Taiva Ayang, says it's been revived in an attempt to address the country's poor performance at major international events. It emanated from our research in 2014. I think the posing question that we have been asking is why has Samoa not performed to you know, competitive advantage and elite sports in the world. One of the findings that we found out is that there is not enough competition locally. So that was how we decided to have a, a competition. In, in actual fact, we now have three competitions. One is in April, one is in June, and the main one is the Samoa Games. There is a need to have ongoing competitions to create that competitiveness with athletes. So when you say disappointing performances at international level, are you talking... Commonwealth Games, Olympics, events like that? For 53 years now, record shows and st- our research shows that our performance is not up to expectations. And that's why we, we've been making that research, because we wanted to find out as to why we continue to stagnate insofar as our performance internationally is concerned. So are these primarily Olympic and, and Commonwealth kind of sports, or how many sports does it, this entail? We're talking about the Commonwealth Games, the Olympic Games and the Pacific Games. For April, we're looking at the primary schools, which is the grassroots level. And then in June, for the Olympic Day, we're looking at the secondary schools and the community organizations. And then it culminates to a major competition at the end of each year. So basically, we're we're trying to encourage people to realize that there's a lot of Olympic sports that are being played here in Samoa. Once they learn about it, and then they can have choices whether this is the sport that they want. And so locally-based athletes that have represented Samoa at a Commonwealth Games, at a Pacific Games, Olympic Games, would they be expected to participate in this as well? Are those elite athletes, or is this primarily for um, more raw new athletes that want to get a start in the sports? The actual competition has been left open to the national federations. If they want 
the competition with just the elite in it. That's up to them. And if they want to include elite and the new raw talent that we are looking for, and that's fine with us. So long as we start to identify elite athletes, that that's the main purpose of all these games, to start identifying elite athletes so that we can start nurturing them and developing them. Will this be an annual thing? Yes, it is. It's annual. At sit down because we we really need to make sure that we have a lot of competitions locally, and then we will try and send them overseas to compete in international tournaments way in advance of Olympic Games and Commonwealth Games and that. And uh, where does the funding for this event come from? Most of the funding will come from the International Olympic Committee, but also there's uh, a lot of local support and sponsorship that we're looking for. So the first of these events will be uh, early next month. Uh, how many athletes do you anticipate will take part? For Polu alone, we're anticipating about a thousand athletes to participate because that's coming from the community organizations and the schools. For Savai, we're expecting about 600 or 700 participants. That's the CEO of Samoa's Olympic Committee, Fa'amal Sili Taiva Ayang. And that's the World in Sport for this week from RNZ International. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thanks very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.